Masilas Yasharim, Shir number 64. If you missed yesterday, go back, because it's one of those where you've got to sort of follow the flow of thought and the logic here. What must be understood, based on what we learned yesterday, is that actions should not be judged for saintliness at first glance, but should be carefully observed and reflected upon so that it may be determined how far their results extend. So I'm just going to borrow this concept for a moment and just suggest it as part of a solution to that great theological conundrum. Why do bad things happen to good people? Well, here we have it. You can never really know who is good because all we can do as humanity is judge people's external actions. We can never judge the internal ruminations of their minds. And based on what we're learning here, you could look very saintly on the outside but be far far from it because your thoughts and your actions are really not in sync and therefore part of the solution is how do you know who is really good not suggesting that if you don't practice saintliness you're a bad person but the fact that we have to weigh up and examine and think about actions in order for them to be of a certain quality suggests that you can't just observe an external precept and come to a conclusion for at times an action in itself may seem worthy of performance but because it re its results are evil one will be judged to leave it and if he does not he'll be judged a sinner rather than a saint and we said that yesterday with regard to Gedalia he didn't want to hear the Lashon Hara about the guy who tried to kill him and therefore we end up dying and that famous story in the Gemara of Baruch that was responsible for the destruction of the base Hamikdash the rabbis thought to sacrifice the animal but Rab Zachariah um, ben Avukulus said to them, they will say that animals with imperfections may be sacrificed upon the altar. The rabbis thought to kill him. Barakamsa, Rab Zachariah said to them, they will say that one who causes an imperfection in a sacrifice now is worthy of death, which is clearly not the case. And while these rabbis were having this discussion, the evildoer slandered the Jews to the emperor who came and destroyed Yerushalayim. It was to this that Yochanan was referring when he said, and Rabbi Zachariah, his modesty, his humility, which seems to be like a good quality, ended up ended up destroying our temple, the and consumed our sanctuary and exiled us among the nations. So sometimes being too from as in colloquial language, trying to be a saint ends up in destruction. We see then that one should not decide upon the saintliness of a deed on the surface appearance, but should view it from every angle that human intelligence can be brought to bear upon it until he can truthfully determine the better the better course. Meaning, Ha'asiyah, do you do it? Oh, Ha'prisha, or do you walk away? And the Torah tells us, We have to rebuke a person firmly. Very often a person will, under, will undertake to rebuke sinners in such a place or such a time, he will cause them to go even further into their wickedness and to add to their averas by desecrating the name of Hashem. In such cases, silence. And only silence is the saintly thing to do. Just as it's a mitzvah to say what will be listened to, so it's a mitzvah not to say what will not be listened to. One should attempt to be in the forefront in the pursuit of mitzvahs and to be among those who occupy themselves with them. But sometimes this could lead to quarrels which might result more in shame to the mitzvah than, and desecration of Chilol Hashem than any honor to Hashem. And in those cases, it's better to leave the mitzvah and not to pursue it. I'll give you an example. I don't know if this is correct. But it's an example that I've experienced. 
people who are very keen to kiss the safe for Torah when it comes when it's taken out the Aron Kodesh in its journey to the Bimah or back from the Bimah, and in their zealousness to kiss it, they push people out of the way, they shove people, like deranged. There's a living, breathing safe for Torah human being with the soul of Hashem, and there's a Sefer Torah written on parchment, and they're prepared to push the human being out of the way to kiss the parchment. That would need to be a situation where saintliness is being corrupted. So how must we keep the mitzvahs? Well, we'll come back to that next week. Have a very good day.